He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a beautiful, um, beautiful June morning, the first day of June, and um, actually drove through some sprinkles on the way over here and even got the glimpse of a really pretty uh, rainbow. It was a uh, interesting setting a rainbow underneath some really dark clouds uh and it was about i didn't see all of it but it was about two-thirds of the rainbow and it was sitting underneath some dark clouds it was just a real one of those uh, you couldn't even probably have stopped and gotten a picture of it it's just one of those moments in nature where you go wow i witnessed it and isn't that great maybe god did that just for me who knows Folks, we got a great show lined up for you today. Our guest from yesterday, Lisa Bellamy, is going to be here at the bottom of the hour, and we're going to talk about the um, Lano Tea Party meeting tonight. But she, uh, Lisa says, Matt, uh, can we talk a little bit about Andy Murr? And I said, that would be great. So Lisa Bellamy is uh, going to be on at the bottom of the hour to tell us about the Lano Tea Party meeting tonight. And um, But also on your calendar this Saturday, this Saturday is the prayer, the monthly first of the, excuse me, first of the week prayer and uh, first of the month prayer. It is going to be at Zion Lutheran Church. And uh, this is based, and boy, y'all, I got the hiccups bad this morning. My apologies. Um, the uh, Saturday, June 3rd, 1 p.m., Zion Lutheran Church. That is in Kerrville. Um, it's off of Highway 16, and uh, they gather every month for a prayer there for the city, the county, the state, our country, and uh, all based on Second Chronicles 714, if my people... Who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Man, there's a lot of questions I'm going to ask about that uh, verse. You know, I got my list of questions for uh, when I get to sit at the feet of my Savior. Of course, you know, the dinosaur question, that's the top of my list. And I know every time I say that, I have. There'll be at least two people that will send me an email or call me today and try to explain dinosaurs to me. And uh, so please uh, save those, save yourself some time. And um, I'll wait until uh, I'll ask God about the dinosaurs and a few other things. But uh, I, I want to know what, what percentage of the country, how much of the country needs to stand up and pray and and seek the face and turn from their wicked ways if uh i mean 10 10 would have saved sodom and gomorrah and yet lot couldn't even find 10 so i i don't know what what to say how many i wonder how many it would take is there a number um but um more and more of us need to turn and uh, turn from our wicked ways and uh, humble ourselves and pray 
for the forgiveness for uh, to heal our land. We definitely need that. Um, next uh, Liberty in Action meeting is going to be Wednesday, June 7th at 6 o'clock at the Acapulco Mexican Restaurant. It says the topic is TBA. Um, that is a real uh, popular topic, and I've gone to quite a few meetings where uh, the topic was TBA. So <clears throat> if TBAs are your thing, then uh, next Wednesday, June 7th at 6 o'clock, go to the Liberty in Action uh, meetup. And um, also next week on Thursday night, June 8th, is going to be the Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting. And uh, we have a great uh, speaker lined up. Mark Meckler is uh, with the Convention of States is going to be speaking. And so um, really good. We're going to give you, let's see, more June 8th. I got my email this morning. Mark Meckler um, is going to be there and speaking about the Convention of States. Oh, and by the way, we now have child care for k through the fifth grade at uh, the fredericksburg tea party meetings and uh, we've been doing that for several months and is quite successful so um bring your kids if you got the little ones k through the fifth grade kindergarten through the fifth grade um we'll take care of them uh during the meeting and uh, you can go in and enjoy the meeting so this is an opportunity i'm not sure how many uh <clears throat> different patriot groups not sure how many different patriot groups around the country or around the state um uh <clears throat> patriotic groups get together and have daycare that is absolutely or child care whatever you want to call it um that's pretty cool pretty amazing so we have uh let's see i'm going to give you a little bit of uh, words of wisdom from ben franklin as my ben franklin book falls apart in front of my very eyes and uh, here's a, here's an interesting one. This has to do with being afraid of fear. Um, if evil comes not, then our fears are vain. And if they do, fear but augments the pain. If if, if, if what what's he saying there? If you're f- afraid of something that evil then, and then and it doesn't come, if the bad thing, if you're afraid of something bad and it doesn't happen, then what your fear is what? It's in vain. And if evil does come, if you're afraid and the bad things you're afraid of do happen, fear but augments the pain. In other words, old Ben Franklin's starting to sound like scripture, isn't he? Worry not. Fear not. You know, God's God's got this. God's got this. All right, folks, y'all uh, stick around. Y'all stay tuned during this break. We're going to take a short break. When we get back, um, probably going to have my good friend Jody Gould on the line with us. So y'all stay tuned. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back and not comfortably numb this morning. And I have on the line with me my good friend, the owner, operator, proprietor of the Tejas Smoke Depot 
and the proud mother of uh, Johnny there, who is now running the Tejas Smoke Beat Po, taking over, uh, taking over the the running of the the program there. How does it feel to turn over uh, to the next generation, Jody? It feels great. <laughs> it feels great. No, no fear. No trepidation. No. 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 I, I, he's doing a great job, and I couldn't have asked for a better person to do it. I'm telling you, um, he's uh, actually going to be doing a car show, the Car Fest this weekend. Um, something that I've been talking about doing for more than 20 years, wanting to set up some, you know, and do a vendor kind of type thing anyway he's going to have a booth at the car fest uh, tell us saturday tell us more about the car fest and and the booth okay so we're going to have our fine cigars displayed there at this car fest on june the third and i believe it starts at 10 o'clock in the morning till four in the afternoon it's free admission so you know probably going to be very kid-friendly uh, a lot of cool cars will be there for sure, but um, yeah, he's going to have a booth set up with all our fine cigars, and so you need to go by and if you're listening today, you know you can go by and tell him you heard on the program he's going to be there and probably get a discount. Oh yeah, um, if you use the phrase that pays, and we'll get that yes, to sir. a minute. Where where is the car show? I wasn't really prepared to talk about oh. it, and then I just spouted it out of there. Tell me where this yeah, car you show. Sure did. <laughs> Uh, it's at the Market Plot, so okay. it's right downtown, okay. easy um, access. Um, like I said, it's free admission, so um, you know, all you know, y'all. I'm giving them a plug. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, no kidding. Let's talk about the Tejas Smoke Depot. Uh, you guys have been around over 26 years now, and are located on the west end of town. You have an amazing walk-in humidor, and like I say, I'm not a cigar smoker, but I love going in there and just sniffing. It's just uh, right. I love the smell in there of uh, in the humidor, and you also have pipe uh, uh, pipe tobacco, and we'll even help people blend their own flavors of pipe tobacco. So we got cigars and pipe tobacco. What else do you guys carry at the Tejas Smoke Depot? Well, we carry all the premium brand cigarettes, under premium cigarettes, little cigars, snuff chews, um, all the accessories that go with. Tobacco smoking, um, roll your own products, beer and wine, of course, and a few snack items and a few convenience items, mostly tobacco. Of course, you've got to be 21 to walk in the door. Same thing at the car show. You'll have to be 21 to get up close to the booth. Um, but, uh, yeah, we've got a, a big variety of all kinds of tobacco products. And, uh, of course, the convenient drive through for those who have children and can't come in the door. You can go to the drive-through window. There you go. And uh, yeah, drive um, past it. Don't don't drive through it. Just drive. Just yes. pull up next to it, parallel <laughs> yes. to the window. And Johnny or one of their awesome people will uh, lean out the window. They've got ice and beer and wine and uh, snacks and soda pops, and even carry the uh, not so standard Fredericksburg Post. And um, so let's tell folks where you are. You're on the west end of uh, Fredericksburg. If you're heading down Main Street, you uh, when you get to the Y at the end, go over to the left. And um, down a wee bit on the left is going to be the Tejas Smoke Depot. You'll see the church pews sitting out front on the uh, front porch. And it's almost perfect weather to be sitting out in, there ev in the evening and enjoying a fine cigar with Jody and her friends. 
And uh, every week we have a phrase that pays that gets you a discount. And, yes, you can use that phrase at the car show this weekend to get a discount on the cigars they're going to have out this weekend. So what is the phrase that pays this weekend, Jody? This one's going to be a little bit of a long one. I try to keep them short but sweet, but um, this one is a pretty good one. If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. <laughs> if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. You know, that sounds like uh, something a, a mother would say to their 13-year-old <laughs> son, right? Um, but it applies to everyone. <laughs> but it applies to everyone. Yeah, if you tell the truth, you uh, don't have to... Uh, remember everything so that's right you don't have to remember your story if you tell the truth all right so there you go that's the phrase that pays that'll get you a discount also get your name in the hat for a monthly drawing and we're doing the monthly drawing today so drum roll please who was the winner this month well our winner today is wayne antikowski i believe he's been a winner before and congratulations wayne come on by and get your prize there you go and thank you for listening Absolutely. Program. For listening to the Matt Long Show on the Hill Country Patriot, and thank you for supporting those who support us. It is so important that without the support of folks out there, then the Matt Long Show and the Hill Country Patriot, all these things would not be available. And uh, so support those who support us. Jody, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And we'll see you out at the car show this weekend. Thank you, Mac. Hope so. All yeah, right. Have a good weekend. Okay, there you go. All right, folks. Um, <clears throat> speaking of this weekend, there is a. Um, um, if you have any friends in Katy, or if you want to make the trip yourself, for crying out loud, I know I'm going to be making it tomorrow. Uh, True Texas Project is doing a training uh, for citizen activists. Um, that is uh, going to be Friday evening in Katy and then Saturday in Katy. Um, if you have friends over there, go uh, go look up True Texas Project. i just do a quick search on it. Uh, True Texas Project and uh, look for their uh, workshop in Katy. And I will be uh, teaching on Friday night, tomorrow evening. I'll be doing a short course on TLO, Texas Legislature Online mainly focused on how to look up what your representative did, how they voted, and so how to track what your representative did in this last legislative session. So that will be the focus of uh, the course I, uh, the, the short little course I do on Friday evening in Katy. Again, if you want to check that out, look up True Texas Project and uh, root around on their website. Uh, Katie might help you find uh, the information. And uh, so there you go. That is uh, Friday night um, and Saturday all day. So uh, last night, and I got several people texted me this over the last couple of days. Uh, Dan Patrick went to um, tr uh, to the, um, oh, I got True Texas Project in my head went to the Texas Public Policy Foundation uh, building, which is a couple of blocks uh, down uh, uh, on Congress from the Capitol, and uh, a lot of grassroots activities play, uh, take place there. But they invited uh, Dan Patrick to give a review of the legislative session on Monday. I believe, was it Monday? Yes, it was Monday when he gave it. So... Um, at that time, they had just found out that um, a special session was being called. 
Um, anyway, you need to go uh, listen to his um, to his uh, um, wrap up of the session, including the questions that he had at the end. I'll try to go through there today and pull out some of the things in there. But one of the things that Dan Patrick said, and I, I, I we cannot, I don't know why we, we, we've been repeating this for years and years. Ever since I've been on the air for four years, I've been saying the same thing, that the message that Dan Patrick gave on uh, Monday at the, at the Texas Public Policy Foundation and that is that the House is dysfunctional. I made the statement last week, or this week, Monday, actually, with Angela Smith on the phone with me, and I made the statement that it appeared that that the um, Democrats pretty much controlled the procedures on the House floor, that it just seemed like if you watched, randomly watched, and you didn't know the leanings left, right, this, that, and the other thing, that you would um, you would think that the Democrats had control of the Texas House. And I know when I say that, there's some of you out there like, yeah, whatever, Matt, I know you're not happy with the bills that didn't get passed, wah, wah, wah. But, folks, we have <laughs> Republican-held Congress, We, I mean, Republican-held House, Republican-held Senate, our Republican governor, all of straight down the line for 20 years now, and the Texas House is still run by Democrats, still run by Democrats. And Lieutenant Dan was very clear about that. He is not happy, as are none of our true conservative Republicans that are out here with what's going on in the House, beginning with putting important committees, uh, having Democrats in charge of important committees. And then allowing the insane rules that allow the points of order that go on and on and on and no standing up against them. I'm telling you what, and, and Lieutenant Dan, he is, he is not a happy camper. Lieutenant Dan is not a happy camper. He's really upset with the Texas House. Um, I'm not sure he didn't call out Andy Murr. Um, individually, <clears throat> but uh, we do have a friend on the line that is going to call out Andy Murr for us, but we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we're going to have Lisa Bellamy with the Lano Tea Party on the line with me, so y'all stick around for a couple of minutes. We'll be right back with Lisa. Rhinos hate him. I'm out. Come out wherever you are. He's Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Let's not waste any more time. Uh, Lisa Bellamy, do you wish you were on a large jet airliner heading out of Texas? Are you glad to be sticking around? <laughs> well, that's a great question. You know, I'm, I'm glad to be sticking around. I'm here for the fight. But, um, you know, it is definitely dirtier, deeper, and uh, harder than I ever imagined it would be. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Well, we've got you on here. There's two things we want to talk about today. Number one is the meeting that the uh, Lano Tea Party is having tonight. Would you tell us about your meeting tonight? Who, what, where, and when? 
Absolutely. So tonight at 6 o'clock in Lano at the American Legion Hall, we are going to be hosting Raj Schaefer of Hillsdale College. He is a senior regional director for Hillsdale College, and he is also an alum. And he is going to be giving a family-friendly presentation on how and why we need to cultivate a love, a revival for American for for America. Um, I think more than anything right now, what we need is we need a patriot revival. And so he is going to talk about how we as community members, as activists, as parents, as family members can instill a love for America in younger generations. You know, we have had uh, we had Raz here a couple of years ago, and uh, we had a lunch meeting with him, about a dozen of them, uh, a dozen of us that got to sit down and have lunch with him, and it was so good. I'm telling you, it was so good, folks. This is very, very important. And uh, y'all also serve food like we do at the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Y'all have a meal. Is that still true? Yeah, that's still true. We'll be having uh, fresh home cooking tonight from the Burger Bar. So uh, definitely come hungry. We would love to serve you. And if you go to Lano Tea Party dot is it dot org? Lano Tea Party. It dot, is Lano Tea Party dot mm-hmm. org. You can get uh, all the information you need there. So anything you missed here that we were saying, Lano Tea Party dot org. Now, Lisa, this is very important. We discussed this yesterday. Um, but I understand you're having a really serious uh, an issue over in Lano with the Lano Tea Party having to do with a dessert coordinator. Now, have have y'all solved this yet, or is there is still a, a cr- we have we we have not, but we we are always looking for you know extra hands on deck. So um, in Lano, you know we we put out a a great. Uh, you know, buffet for dinner, and then we always have a table of desserts that are, you know, that are donated by members, Mm -hmm. and, you know, in return for having a dessert, you know, we just ask that you put a few bucks into the, into the little jar, Uh and um, it's, you know, it's it's just a way for us to raise extra money, but, you know, some of the ladies who've been doing this uh, for years and years are just a little tired, and they could use some help, so... We're always looking for an extra set of hands, whether you're, you know, 16 or 60. We just, you know, always need help. And, you know, I think part of being the dessert czar would be um, that you would have to sample everything. And I don't know, at least I would have a rule that desserts must be homemade. I have been to the Lano Tea Party meetings, and I, I learned very quickly that as soon as you get there, you go over to the dessert table and just perk your ears up because you're going to find out that, well, Mrs. Jones, she made the old family banana pudding, and then Mrs. Uh, Smith, she did the, uh, you know, the peach cot. you got to find out. you got to listen carefully and find out who's got the best homemade desserts and then pick that up first. I've, it's, it's a trick I learned a long time over at the Lano Tea Party. So I hope you guys get the, uh, the, the dessert czar figured out. And, um, but let's get to something even more important than that is, uh, Lisa, when we spoke this morning, you said, I want to talk about my representative, Andy Murr. And Andy Murr is representative for about half of our listening audience, uh, who are listening on the 
on their radios. So talk to what what is it you wanted to say about Andy Murray, Lisa Bellamy? Well, in general, I will just say that Andy Murr is just nothing but a big disappointment. Um, you know, in the three years now that I've been back in Texas, um, a- Andy Murr just continuously disappoints me with the position that he that he takes. Um, and, and frankly, you know, I mean, to this day, to this day, Matt, he has not stood up and taken action to lift COVID vaccine mandates. Mm. You know, I, I think, you know, that is why I moved back to Texas mm-hmm. uh, to get away from really oppressive vaccine mandates. And, um, you know, I, I tried reaching out to him and going to his office during the 87th. Uh, session to talk to him about this and you know I, I couldn't get past his you know his front desk and I have spoken to his local legislative aide here in Lano um, his constituent representative and explained my concerns and there is still no action on that and that is that is just one major disappointment and I, I really just want to say one more thing about that and it is that you know, I think you know, I used to work at Meta, which was formerly formerly known as Facebook. Mm-hmm. And when I, was, when I was working for them, I was denied access to coming into the building. To, and, you know, I had separated from them. I couldn't work for them anymore. But, I mean, to this day, my former colleagues who were not vaccinated cannot come into the office. They are still discriminated against because they are not vaccinated. And it is an absolute shame. It is an absolute shame that that is happening right now in June of 2023. And Andrew Murr and all of his cronies up in Austin have done nothing, nothing to address this problem. But anyway, like I was saying, that is just one, one of my issues with Andy, Andy Murr. You know, I have, of course, I have discovered that he is nothing but in the pocket of, uh, you know, of Dave Phelan. His biggest donor is Dave Phelan, that, that turkey who runs the Texas House. Um, and Andy Murr is in the pocket for Texans for lawsuit reform, which is, you know, a, a pack of attorneys who were trying to shape Texas law in a way that favors businesses. And all of those interests for for all his donors, you know, come before the interest of the people. I mean, for example, let's talk about House Bill 19 this session. Andy Murr carried that legislation to create Delaware-style business courts in Texas for his donor classes mm-hmm. before prior before prioritizing lifting COVID vac- vaccine mandates. So it's more important to him that we have business friendly courts with unelected appointed judges than it is for me to be able to have the right to go into an office and just go to my job so I can provide for my family. That is a disgrace. You know, when um, when that was uh, on the floor, when Andy was presenting that um, uh, bill on the floor, 
<clears throat> and was defending it, there were a number of questions asked, and uh, one of the uh, questioners um, kept asking Andy, "Why is it that you want to, um, to that you don't want these judges elected?" All right, why do they need to be select, selected instead of elected? And uh, his first answer was, well, you know, we we want some real business experts up there. And he goes, well, that's great. Well, th- we can vote on real business experts. And then he said, well, we, we need some, some really good lawyers who are business, who've had their experience in that and 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 uh, the questioner said, "Well, we can we can do that and and have them elected and 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 eventually." And I could even tell what the questioner was trying to get Andy to say. And Andy finally fell for it. And his statement he made was that the Texas voters just don't know enough about judges to elect to vote for judges. And I can find you and show you that audio. And it's right there. It is on the record. And Andy Myers said that he does not trust the people to elect the uh, a judge, that they just don't know better, and uh, th- that's why they need to be selected. What What do you think about that attitude? Look, I, I am not surprised, okay? You, you aren't telling me anything. That, that's surprising me because I know I know I've felt it that he he just thinks we're just a bunch of dingle dinglings you know the the way he treats his constituents the way he has prioritized legislation this session the way he has ignored ignored the will of the grassroots it's just nothing but an insult and and you know I'm all in baby I'm not all in I am ready. For a turnover, I am ready to take this patriarchy down that is just not li- not listening. Yeah, absolutely. Lisa, you are on fire over there. I am real proud of what you're doing and, uh, and proud of the uh, progress that the Lano Tea Party is making. And if y'all will just get your dessert thing figured out. Man, you can't let that one slip through your fingers. We got to have good desserts over at the over at the Lano Tea Party meeting, and we got to start now. If you guys want to replace Andy Murr, Lisa, start now. Start now. I will. I am. I'll tell you. I, you know, it was a long. It was a long three day weekend, and let me tell you, I had numerous phone calls from people all across the district. I talked to people. All over the district, from from Brady down to Medina, Bandera, we we are one hundred percent aligned. We are in communication, and we are going to primary Andy Murr, and uh-huh. we're we're going to bust him out. He he needs to look for a new job. Absolutely, I agree. He he's a lawyer, and I think maybe going right back into practice would be. A real good place for him. Lisa Bellamy, again tonight, the Lano Tea Party. Go to LanoTeaParty.org. And those of you who just moved here from California, that is L-L-A-N-O, TeaParty.org. And we do not say Yano, we say Lano. So um, LanoTeaParty.org, uh, they're meeting tonight at the um, I, okay uh, American Legion Hall. Um, coming from uh, down south, as soon as you cross over the bridge, look to your left, and there's a road. Takes you right down. You get a great view of the river from the parking lot there. And um, 
So check it out. Y'all check it out. Go support the Lano Tea Party tonight. Lisa, thank you so much for calling in and taking the time today. Thank you, Matt. All right, there you go, folks. Uh, Lisa Bellamy, the Lano Tea Party. Y'all, uh, y'all support. Uh, y'all go support the Lano Tea Party if you've not had the opportunity to hear Raz Schaefer speak. Uh, this is a great opportunity tonight. You'll really love him. He's very inspiring, and uh, we'll have a. I am certain that there will be action items ready for you to leave. And one more thing, and I wished I'd have mentioned this while Lisa was on the phone. She is an amazing writer, absolutely amazing writer. And I don't know what her background is, if it's journalism or what. She did say that she was working for Meta. Uh, I'm glad to see her out of that cult. But if you go to LanoTeaParty.org and go to the blogs, you will see some amazing articles that uh, Lisa uh, has written and posted up as blogs on the LanoTeaParty.org website. Y'all go check it out. Folks, stick around. Stay tuned. Um, we're going to be right back. There's more where that came from. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back. There you go. A little bit early for Ted. I'm telling you, I like to keep him for Friday, especially free for all. So there you go. Um, Lisa Bellamy said something about the um, COVID-19, about the uh, forcing of um, of, uh, uh, of vaccines. And um, there is a, there was, let me just say, there was a bill Passed, I believe it was Senate Bill 1024. Senate Bill 1024 was passed and engrossed and is waiting for the... Um, oh, I take that back. That bill did not get anywhere. It was engrossed by the Senate. Uh, let's see, did it? No, it didn't come out of the House. Okay, I thought I had the bill in front of me. There was a bill that did get passed and is on its way to the governor's desk that would um, would limit uh, cities and counties' abilities to do what they did to you last time, including uh, forcing you to wear a face mask or forcing you... Um, uh, protecting you from private businesses um, and school closures. I will find that bill for you as we go through the good, the bad, and the ugly of this legislative session. I will find that for you and get that back to you. But uh, uh, there was some legislation. I do remember that the, the what bothered me the most about it is it was very specific to covid that it, it it didn't it didn't just apply generally all around and that one bothered me a lot because it just we we shouldn't even have to be fighting for our rights to to be free i, I don't even know how to put this for our rights to not be forced to uh, shut down we shouldn't be fighting 
for things that are clearly lined out in the U.S. and Texas Constitution. And the best example of that one is the, um, the, the, the freedom we have to gather, to congregate. How quickly was that freedom taken away from, uh, 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 from us two years ago? How quickly was that taken away? And then, of course, the governor came out and said, oh, no, you can't do that. Cities can't do that. And some of them paid attention and some didn't. And when we talked to city council members about that and held up the Constitution and said, what is it you don't understand about about the First Amendment to the Constitution? And and what we got was well that's above our pay grade, Mister Long. That's above that the interpretation of the Constitution is above my pay grade. My butt it is that is your pay grade. That is exactly what you're getting paid for as a member of the city council or any elected government position. You're getting paid to preserve our rights. That's the whole point of government. Now, we could sit here all day and talk about when it gets down to really, really local, local government. Are there other roles that your city government should take? Yeah, I think there are. There's some arguments we could make on there. But still, still, their basic job is to preserve your rights guaranteed you in the Constitution, given to you by God or by nature or by nature's God, all of this referring in reference to to uh, natural law um, it, it, that and, and governments were formed to protect those rights to guard those rights and so when a, any form of government goes against that we have a right to abolish that form of government did you hear that we've got if you've got a city government, that is not preserving your rights, you have a right to uh, form a new government. That's clear as a bell in the Declaration of Independence under natural law and in the Constitution that our governments are formed to protect our rights, our God-given rights, to guarantee our God-given rights. And yet we had cities and counties that took those away at a whim and the saddest part about it is the majority of citizens went along with it. A majority of citizens went along with it. Now, I don't know if that's lack of education, that a majority of citizens just don't get what liberty is, what freedom is, what your rights are guaranteed under the Constitution. Is that it, or is it fear? Was it out of fear? That citizens didn't stand up uh, a fear of uh, a fear of the government was it possibly that, or maybe it was fear of the disease, maybe it was a lack of trust in God. I, I don't know why. Maybe people were afraid to stand up because, well, my neighbors would see me standing up and and they'd call me names, they'd call me a troublemaker, and my days would be done. Folks, there's a, I can come up with hundreds of reasons why people, excuses, not reasons, hundreds of excuses that people would get into for not being upset and engaged when your local governments took your rights away. Now, 
All of this has to do with some legislation that was passed to protect those rights, to protect an overbearing city or county. And so we're proud of those bills, disappointed in the bill on uh, COVID because it was just for COVID. So whatever the next uh, uh, um, uh, pathogen that China cooks up in their attempt to destroy Western civilization, if they don't name it COVID, if they name it something else, well, then I guess this law and all that work we did um, is going to amount to nothing. Going to go to Romans. We're still, folks, we're still dealing with, um, with, with, we're still dealing with people who have turned their back on God. And the, I, one of the things that I've been hearing a lot of people talk about recently is this uh, part in Romans uh, 2 and 24, and I believe this is also in another place or two in the Bible, but it's interesting thing that um, leading in Romans 2, uh, Paul is talking about um, where uh, folks who knew God and knew the rules and knew what was going on turned their back anyway, and, and they've seen his power and his divine nature, and, and they know what they, he is able of, and yet they, they just turn their back, and they, they call up, down, and, and they're calling themselves wise, and they become fools, and they exchange the glory of God for an image in the form of man, and, and all of these things. And then you get to verse 24, and it says, Therefore God gave them over in their lusts of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. That's a, that, man, is that God just looking down on somebody or a group of people and saying, all right, I've had it, y'all, go, go for it, whatever, whatever you want. We saw that in the Old Testament, numerous examples every time the Israelites would turn against God or do something silly. He'd he'd do little things and get them in line. He'd send up a prophet and say, y'all need to get in, your, get, get in gear. <clears throat> and then every now and then he'd say, okay, is that what you want? I mean, the best example of was uh, the Israelites begging for a king because, you know, everybody else has got a king. <clears throat> we can't be the only country without a king. we got to have a king, got to get ourselves a king. God give us a king, and God said, you don't want a king. And the prophets passed on the message of God. You don't want a king. And they kept saying, yes, we do. We want a king. So God said, all right, I'll give you a king. Tell me what you think about this. He's going to take all your children. He's going to take your daughters. He's going to take your sons. He's going to take your property. He's going to take your crops and your animals. And they still said, we want a king. So when I get to this reason, when I get to this, and I, I, I'd love for someone to tell me about these other scriptures, but where God gives them over, just God just turns them over to their lusts. That's a kind of a spooky thought. That's a, that's a, that's a scary thought that God just, is God just saying, I give up? I don't know. I don't know what it is. And uh, so there you go. Add that to the list of questions for God. We got a lot of them. Uh, Lorraine, do you have a list of questions for God? You got a list of basically, questions? Basically, that when he turned him over, it's like a daddy saying, all right, have at it. I want that thing that you want to do that I told you not to do to kick your butt bad enough. 
you come back screaming at me and say, Daddy, Daddy, you're right, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. At Second Timothy, it says it. Second Timothy. It literally says that he, he allows you to believe a delusion and a lie in hopes that you will return back to him. There you go. I knew there was another scripture out there. I'll dig around in Second Timothy today. Folks, uh, y'all stick around for Lorraine, always bringing words of wisdom. And um, we just, uh, we love Lorraine here. And um, got, I uh, just tell you, stick around. It's well worth it. And uh, I'm not sure, are you going to be hollering today or are you going to be tame? She can never tell. <laughs> All right. There's no telling what you're going to get. See, that makes it even more exciting. So stick around, and we'll see you in here tomorrow.